Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is Chris Raddings and Coming Out of the Shadows, the title track from uh, his 2015 album. I'm very pleased to say that on the other end of this phone uh, is the, the man himself, Chris Raddings. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Oh, good morning, Kev. Great to hear from you. Oh, you too. I, I, I dialed the number before. <laughs> Couldn't get through. I, I, was, I was getting a little bit worried there, but uh, we've got you, oh, which is all that matters. It's so. just me being slack as usual. <laughs> Don't believe that for a second. Now then, Chris, uh, we've mentioned that uh, you're coming to the Blue Ridge Country Music Club uh, in Stapleford on Friday the 24th of June. We'll get on to that a little bit later. I want to find out more yeah. about yourself, though. Uh, now, your album, Coming Out of the Shadows, which we played the title track from there, I mean, that could have had a few meanings for you. One being the shadows being a big influence on you music-wise uh, and uh, for you to take up the guitar when you were a kid. How did all that happen? Oh, well, what it is, um, I, I love the There was an advert for the shadows when I was younger on telly. Uh, I think the shadows, golden greats, and the, there were a kid jumping out on his bed playing it, playing with a cricket bat, and I just loved that. And Apache were playing, I loved it, and... And my brother, my brother had a guitar, but he never, he never took to it, and it was just sort of lying about the house. And I just, I just sort of tried it and got used to it, and there you go. And uh, TV ads and and uh, country music plays a little bit more of a uh, part for you, and we'll get onto that very, very shortly as well. Now, um, another musical influence uh, on you was Johnny Cash, and this was another TV ad, um, Itchy Feet. Tell us about that. <laughs> that was that was another advert. I mean, it's just the power of advertising. It must be, um, and all it was is is um, it just started off with him going hello, I'm Johnny Cash, and then fired into Folsom Prison Blues, and um, and there were just this pair of black cowboy boots tapping up and down on floor. But I just loved the sound, so that was my that was my second album I ever bought. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm old enough to remember. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember both of those TV ads as well. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before really... before the shadows ad then, and uh, and and the Johnny Cash ad, what sort of music were you listening to as as a kid? What who who was sort of you know sort of who, who were you going to buy the records of before the shadows and Johnny Cash came to your attention? Um, the well, yeah, you had sort of stuff that you were sort of influenced by at school and other kids from yeah. school, but mainly mainly my brother's record collection really. Um, because I, I, I like rock rock music and stuff like that as well, and singer songwriter stuff, and James Taylor, and and he and they had he had a lot of David Bowie. I used to really love David Bowie, and um, you know he, he had some. Good, I was just fascinated by his record collection. He had some fantastic stuff. Um, then I just started getting my own vinyl. My, my, my sister bought my first ever seven-inch single, and that was a Paper Lace Billy. Don't be a hero. Oh, you know what? That is the first single I ever bought as well. Um, <laughs> yes, I can. I can remember going to the shop now, and uh, the shop's no longer there in, in Bullwell in Nottingham, and 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 buying it. And goodness knows how much for shillings and pence, I imagine, um, yeah. at the time. But uh, Phil Wright, who's the lead singer of Paper Lace, we, we've had him on the show a few times, and uh, I'm sure he gets sick of me telling him that every time he comes in. Um, but what what a great song um, as well. Oh, yeah. You released your first album, uh, Watching You Go, 25 years ago this year. Um, how many albums Ooh. have you released um, and how many are, are available? Well, the, the ones the ones that, that I'd like to tell people about are, um, I've got various <laughs> recordings from over the years, but I've got that one, 
Um, and then I took a while to do the Coming Out of the Shadows one, which was all my own songs and a, a few co-wrote ones. Yeah. And then Watching You Go has um, two of my own songs, my first songs on there. Um, and that was organised through a band. Um, oh, it was when the Cheap Seats were around. Mm. Um, and that was, uh, the probably, you remember, people will, might remember Ethan Allen. Um, but maybe particularly John Pettifer now that plays yes, yeah. with Nathan Carter now, um, and he's played with a, a lot of good bands. A, a brilliant guitarist, and he and, and I did it through them um, when they saw me in Liverpool all those years ago. Um, and what I do have is an album that's slightly earlier than Watching You Go called With the High Rollers because I had a band with John Pettifer. Um, and that's recordings from sessions in Liverpool with him. Him then that's got some great stuff on as well. See, we'll have to delve into into the sort of internet and and find these out. <laughs> we will now. Um, yeah. So now that I did mention yeah, that, the, sorry, carry on. I don't own the rights to those ones. Ah. Um, so I, I can't really sell them, can I, online? So What's without saying? getting into trouble. <laughs> What a shame! What a shame! I bet car boots uh, have. have... Shows, yeah, <laughs> I have revived them. You can buy them when I come. If you come and see me. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, we we can all come and see you on on the twenty fourth of June. Uh, yes. Oh. We, we, we'll tell people more about that uh, in just a short while. Uh, and I, I mentioned the, with the album coming out of the shadows, and it could have a few meanings. I know that when you were younger, you you had a few issues with self esteem and confidence. Um, do you think yes. that music? Has, has helped with that and, if you like, brought you out of the shadows? Yeah, I, I am a bit, probably, well, probably, I was, I was probably a bit, a bit of depression, a bit of anxiety, which a lot of folks talk about now and yeah. that when I was younger and not confident and, and, you know, just didn't feel very hopeful about life and I didn't really know why then because it wasn't really talked about much, anything like that. Um but the, the music has been, uh, which have, um, it's just been the constant. I've been the constant positive that I've always been able to sort of cling on to. Um, you know, that's why it's just so dear to me, my, my guitar and singing and, and playing. You know, in the sort of darkest of times, it's always been something I could sort of, like a little life raft I could sort of cling on to. Um, and that's just why it means so much to me. And and frankly, I, you know, I've improved a lot on on that on that front. But I've worked in mental health settings due to my own experience for the last twenty thirty years. Um, you know, it's something I'm very passionate about. And... Well, I think anybody who's uh, who's seen sort of the clips on on YouTube uh, of you performing live, um, you know, it doesn't show that uh, you've got confidence issues at all because you, you sit and watch these no. <laughs> and, and, and it's great just to watch how relaxed you are um, as well on stage which is, you know, it's brilliant nobody would have guessed that Now there seems to be a, a bit of a resurgence if you like in UK country music uh, with people like Kezia Gill who's been on the show uh, and the Heartland Roots Band who we played earlier on uh, and, and the Shires of course uh, and several others yeah. why do you think now um, there, there seems to be, or over the past couple of years, there seems to be people taking more interest in country music because it's not as if it's sort of gone away and come back. It's always been there. It's always sort oh. of laid under the surface. But now it seems to, people seem to be knowing more about British country music. Why do you think that is? Um, <clears throat> I, I, imagine, I imagine it's like sort of like the internet access and you've access to 
um, dedicated stations. Um, or, you know, that came through through you know through the internet and stuff, didn't it? You could tap into all these local stations from America, and people started them here, dedicated ones um, on, on the on the computer setup. Um, and I think you start to get the big, like with the country to country, you start to get the big acts um, sort of more consistently in a in a big setting and a big venue, um, where sometimes mostly if a big act had come from America and probably just end up playing in London and maybe one other place. But you know, some of the some of the big hitters do genuinely come and do like little tours now, don't they? So it, yeah. it's all gone on pretty much. And it's more uh, there's more for people to grab hold of, I suppose, and you know, tangibly now, which you know, and it's, it's just brilliant, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and uh, as you say, I think the internet has played a massive part in spreading sort of music that may, maybe some people wouldn't listen to country music, but now they're sort of finding stuff that, that they do like. Yeah, um, yeah. And, I mean, maybe as well, it might might be sort of country artists teaming up with non-country artists, if you like. I mean, Gwen Stefani, Katy Perry, Lil Nas and Snoop Dogg as well, teaming up with Willie Nelson. Who'd have thought that? Oh, I mean, what, yeah, I haven't seen that one. You know, <laughs> oh, well, well, we all know what Willie Nelson is, is like. <laughs> we do. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson, they seem to have a couple of things in common, uh, one of them being yeah. music. And, and uh, you know, watching yeah. that video, oh, it's just so good just to watch th- those two together. But, I mean, what's your opinion on sort of modern country artists? And, and well, I'd say modern country artists. I mean, Willie Nelson is hardly a modern country artist, but, uh, you know, teaming up with, with sort of artists like Snoop Dogg and Gwen Stefani, you know, sort of pop and... Uh, that that sort of act. What what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I think I think I'm, I'm quite open. One of my pet hates, I think, on the circuit I'm on is that people can be quite uh, just a little bit sort of like stuck in the stuck in the mood with it yeah. all, and get a bit funny about um, people being diverse in a bit in country because it's a broad church, isn't it? The music in itself. It's got broader, um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, if it's some some of them work, don't they? Some of them don't work, and I mean, I I, I still like the modern stuff. I just I, I tend to like it all. Although that quite a lot of it, I do think, is pop songs disguised as country songs, yeah. just in the sort of way they come across. A bit like the Taylor um, Swift type stuff. Yeah, a little, a bit like a bit like that. Yeah, it's it, yeah. Well, it's sometimes you get it's effectively a pop song, mm. really, and the way it's sort of raised and everything and, and then they'll, they'll stick a bit of banjo on top and call it country but yeah. I, I do I do still think there's a lot of a lot of good stuff out there you, you can't just you know get down on a, on a genre of music suddenly you know, they've all they've all evolved haven't they over years and uh, and that could be the reason why country music's audiences have expanded as well, because you know people who wouldn't normally listen to country music are all of a sudden um, listening to you know Lil Nas and Billy Ray Cyrus and you know what's yeah, it called the Old yeah. Country Road or some, uh, I love something. That one. Yes, <laughs> and uh, what a great line dancing uh, song it is as well. And I mean, I can remember back in the seventies when um, you know sort of down the line country music fans sort of. Yeah, you know, they, they, they turn the nose up at people like Grand Parsons and the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and, uh, you know, the yeah. Ozark Devils and all that lot because they thought they weren't country because they're a little bit more rocky. Uh, now, you know, it, it's practically anything goes with, with sort of, you know, the, the country artists. I think they have tapped into, you know, sort of, 
getting a new audience and how to get it. And it, it's nice that yeah. that introduction it is there to people who don't know that much about country music. Yeah, it, it's great. I mean, yeah, anything to keep it going and keep the genre going. It's just, I think it's amazing. Because you've got like in Midland that have totally refreshed a traditional sound. And they're, they're, just, they're just superb, aren't they? Yes. But yeah. I do... Because of my love for guitars and I do I do like my rock music and stuff, you know, via my brother's collection and so you know, I have nothing against a bit of a rocky guitar in a country song now. But I don't I don't say that very often but <laughs> Well it's not done too so bad for the Eagles, have it? Have they? You know, they they've got a, a, a sort of rocky sound and, and they're still classed as country. So yeah. yeah. Metal guitar you got like Dave Mustaine, aren't you, from Megadeth yes. playing on that is it Bell song and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and, and sometimes it doesn't work, but a lot of times it does, doesn't it? So it, it does, yeah, and and I th- I think it's all healthy for for both spheres of music as well because uh, yeah. it, it's blurring the edges, if you like, and and that's what's good about any type of music. So, any anyway, getting away from that, who do you listen to now, country or otherwise? When you, when you're driving home after a gig in your yeah. car, who do you like to listen to? I haven't, well, I have the absolute country on, on um, although it's a little bit slightly repetitive, but then they all are, aren't they? Yes. But, um, a lot of time it's, I have a little playlist I put together of stuff I'm trying to learn, um, me for gigs and that. But um, I, who, who do I like at the moment? Um, I'm still I'm very much a big fan of, of Chris Young and that. I know he's yep. been going a little while longer now. It's his birthday today uh, as well. Is it? Oh, don't tell me why I've been doing it. This is, um... <laughs> we we played his track "Sober Saturday Night" earlier on, uh, the one with Vince Gill. Um, but yeah, it's his birthday today, so uh, we we played that as well. Yeah. I, I find myself harking back, and I've still got all my CDs and stuff, and that I can't bear to throw. I've still got all my tapes and stuff. <laughs> I find myself um, harking back to nineties a lot, you know, in early two thousands, and um. You know Tracy Lawrence. I, do, I adored Tracy Bird. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad he's sort of like back, back on the scene a bit now again. And uh, but there, there were some great acts. Um, we used to when he used to be in bands before. We used to really love Restless Heart and all them. Loved all them. Um, but of, of the newer guys, I love I love Dirk Bentley, yep. and Zach Brown, and you know there's some fabulous stuff going on. The, the, it, it's it's all a case of sort of discovering uh, the, this music yeah. and, and just loving it. So now you're appearing, as we said, at the Blue Ridge Country Music Club at the Equalised Club, Albert Avenue in Stapleford, Friday the twenty fourth of June. What can country music fans expect on the night? Um, they can expect um, a degree of enthusiasm because I still love doing it. Yes, um, and affable friendly character that likes to be a little bit cheeky sometimes but um, very relaxed um, and I'll play some of my own stuff um, I'll gauge the audience and see you know what what they like to dance to a bit what they like to listen to just just mix it up really my favorite um, sort of venue has, has, has a bit of a mixed more of a mixed audience so I can just sort of go along the whole uh, my whole uh, bag uh, of song, really. yeah and, you know that's my idea. Uh, you know, so I'm hoping it's like that, which I think it probably will be. 
they're, they're a very appreciative audience um, down there. I know a few of the people who go down there and, and they've always said how much they enjoy uh, the, the live music down there. Is that the first time you've played the, uh, the um, Blue Ridge Country Music Club? I believe it is. I believe it is, yeah. Well, yeah, the, looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, you're in for a treat and they're in for a treat as well, so it sounds like it's going to be a great <laughs> night. So, um, From this album, Coming Out of the Shadows, um, have you got yeah. a favourite track on, on there? I know which my favourite track is. Uh, what's, oh, what's your you oh I, um, I, I absolutely love Miss You. And that has got the oh, bluesy yeah, feel yeah. about it. So, what, What's your favourite track? Well, I, I do love that. People tend to like Little Light, the one about my little girl. Yep. I, I, I like coming out of the shadows and sort of like how it sort of kicks in with that. Um, oh, what else do um, I, 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 I kind of like them all. Pretty much, but th- yeah, like you said, you and Little Light, and then I suppose this is a, yeah, that's a bit rapid, but um, I suppose they're like your own little babies, aren't they? Really, when you've written the songs, it's difficult to choose. You know, it's like saying who's your favourite kid. Uh, you know, difficult to choose. You love them all, um, so but, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I tell you, what, I'm, I'm go- um, sorry. Carry on, Chris. No, I'm going to say. I've- I'm just trying to work on Miss You. That was a, there was another lad, a, a fabulous lad from Arrogate that did um, that did the the um, it was it's sort of like my signature riff on that Miss You, um, that he did all sort of like lead guitar work. So I'm going to try and work on that myself. So I won't have that ready. Careful <laughs> for you. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to play. I'll play Little Light um, to, to close with. I'll play Miss You next week. So I, I just love that uh, that that track. So, but how can people find out more about you and your music and and where they can see you live? Well, I'm I'm, I'm on Facebook. I do I do need to get a, a dedicated website again. I think um, I need to sort that out. I did have one, um, but I need I need to get that going again. Um, and I've just I've just got music on iTunes and Spotify and stuff, um, but I'm on, quite active on Facebook. Um, but I do I need a dedicated um, website and stroke page again. But I'll, um, I'll I'll get onto that. It's a work but in I'm, progress. Right out there, you definitely find me on on Facebook, and you know I do I'm quite active with it. And... Brilliant stuff. Well, we can we can all come down and see you live and have a chat with you and buy the CDs and everything. Friday, the 24th of June, it's at the Blue Ridge Country Music Club um, as part of the Equaliser Club. It's on Albert Avenue. It's in Stapleford. Very easy to find. Uh, music starts, I think, from half past eight, I believe, uh, on there. But get in there early. Get yourself some drinks and, yes. and settle yourself down and get, get a sort of stage side seat. You know, just so that you can enjoy everything and you can get up and dance and do the lot. So, Chris, it's been lovely to speak to you this morning and find out more about uh, about you uh, and, and to play the music as well. So um, thank you so much. Uh, and I, I might say as well that listening to, to the CD, your voice reminds me a little bit of a young Merle Haggard. Crikey. I, I, very I, nice. I, I, I'm a massive fan of Merle Haggard and uh, listening to those tracks you sort of shut your eyes and you can imagine Merle back, back in the 70s um, you can so it's, it's got that, that sort of twang if you like Merle if you just like country music just go down there and enjoy a really good night out Friday the 24th of June Chris it's been a pleasure speaking to you I shall let you get on with the rest of your Sunday uh, and, and we'll play Little Light speak to you soon yeah Thank you, Kev. Thanks for supporting country music. And um, thanks for having us on. Take care, everybody. My pleasure. Cheers, Chris. Ta-da, mate.